The Missouri Tiger football program has literally changed the game. Gary Pinkle going into the Hall of Fame got me thinking, what if he and Nick Saban switch places? Plus, all this and some basketball, too, right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. Thanks for making this podcast your first listen. We are, of course, free and available on all platforms, and well, you might have heard me a little bit sarcastically in the opening today, use two of my least favorite sort of pet peeve overused phrases. One of that is, we changed the game. Well, in this case, Missouri has literally changed the game. In fact, their opening opponent for 2022, instead of traveling to Murfreesboro, excuse me, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, which is near in Nashville and probably about an hour south or so, last time I looked on Google Maps anyway, But now the Tigers starting instead with Louisiana Tech at home. And frankly, I think this is a really, really fantastic move by the football program. The second game of the season will be at Kansas State at Bill Snyder Family Stadium in Manhattan. And frankly, a huge season for the program and for Eli Drinkwitz. You just don't want to start off with an 0-2 record, or frankly, even a 1-1 record. So how about we don't start with two games on the road? And number number two, another great reason to do this, your third game is a home game. Your home opener would have been against Abilene Christian. Again, not exactly a lot of excitement you've given your season tickets season ticket holders so far. So at the very least, you give fans a seventh home game, an early game in September on Labor Day weekend, I really approve of this. I, I think this is smart a smart move, and it probably cost them, I, who knows, I'm, I'm speculating here. I didn't see the exact numbers. might have cost them a half million bucks, maybe a million bucks or even more to get out of it. But again, this is a really important season for the Tigers and the Drinkwitz program. So take all the advantages you can get because, as we know, a few years ago, Missouri did get beaten by Middle Tennessee in Columbia. So it's not exactly an impossible scenario to imagine that happening on the road. So again, if this is Desiree Reed Francois' brainchild, if this was, I'm sure it was in, at the very least, collaborating with Drinkwitz. Drinkwitz is a smart guy. He knows he doesn't want to start with two road games next season. So I'm glad that mistake, frankly, by Missouri in in terms of scheduling was now corrected. And oh, yes, by the way, I did realize I said I had two pet peeves. The second one is, of course, literally. But in this case, if you're going to use the change the game thing, eh, I'll, I'll let it slide on myself this time. And once again, congratulations out to Coach Gary Pinkle making the College Football Hall of Fame an incredible honor, one that he obviously felt very honored by and very genuinely emotionally moved by as well, according to him. And so once again, congratulations, an amazing honor. And of course, his old friend from his days at the University of Washington, Nick Saban. Well, he's certainly going to be in the College Football Hall of Fame one day. No doubt about that. In fact, of course, the obvious statement is Nick Saban, 
maybe the greatest college football coach of all time. So you might be wondering, if you're a Mizzou fan, and even I had wondered this at a certain point, as much as I love Gary Pinkle and appreciate what he did for the Missouri program, it'd be natural to sort of go, now wait a second, here's a guy who's never won a national championship, certainly, and never even won a conference championship. Does that get you into the College Football Hall of Fame? Well, that's really sort of an unfair way to look at it, quite honestly, the more you the more you think about it, especially when you think of, okay, let's take Nick Saban and Gary Pinkle, and of course, in a hypothetical scenario, let's switch places. What if Gary Pinkle ended up coaching Michigan State, then LSU, then Alabama for 10 years or something like that? What do we think Gary Pinkle would have done there? I think he would have done pretty darn well. In fact, I think Gary Pinkle would have crushed it at all three of those places. Now, am I going to sit here and tell you he would have matched what Nick Saban did? Well, no, absolutely not. But still, what Gary Pinkle did at Missouri is really, really incredibly impressive when you just think about the difficulty of recruiting here versus those other places, in particular LSU and especially Alabama Probably the greatest college football program of all time, right? But when you think about Pinkle and Saban, you compare these two guys. Of course, they're friends. They've known each other for decades. They're also just very similar in terms of temperament, in terms, of course, of their their background in coaching and football in general with Don James from the University of Washington. I also think they're just both obviously incredibly competitive guys and you know, they both happen to have the the nice genes, too. They're both youthful guys. I mean, it, you, I was watching Nick Saban run out on the field in the national championship game. I'm going, this guy's 70 years old now. I was almost getting a little bit nervous, like, oh, God, I hope Nick doesn't – nobody clip the back of his heels or something. Like, But he looks just fine running out there. So, again, Gary Pinkle looking great these days, too. My point is – I think these guys are really similar in so many ways. And I think at the very least, Gary Pinkle would have won multiple conference championships. Certainly, I don't know, two or three national championships. I mean, that that might even be the downside, really, considering how many Saban won. But I think when you look at it through that lens, I think it's pretty obvious that Pinkle deserves his Hall of Fame status. Now, on the other hand, what if Nick Saban would have came to Missouri, right? Well, what would have happened there? Well, again, I think it's probably a pretty darn similar outcome. If Nick Saban was just the type of guy that wanted to stay at one place like Missouri, like Pinkle was for 15 years or however long it might have been, if if Pinkle didn't end up with that cancer diagnosis, I think there's a good chance he'd still be here today, by the way, if that didn't happen. Well, it's quite possible that Saban, considering, again, I just said he was the best college football coach of all time, yeah, maybe he puts Missouri over the top, especially in perhaps 07 or 2013 when Missouri was a legit Final Four team. They were in the de facto national semifinals for all intents and purposes in those two seasons. Could Saban have done it? Yeah, I actually think he probably could have, but again, we're not arguing about whether Saban or Pinkle is better. That that would be kind of a silly argument. But I do think that Pinkle is similar enough to Saban in so many ways, and especially you know coming from that Don James tree. And we saw what Gary Pinkle did as a head coach. This isn't like, well, this is just the new hot assistant from Bill Belichick. 
this isn't a theory. We saw what Pinkle did. We know he's a great football coach. So he deserves all the credit in the world, and he certainly deserves to be in the College Football Hall of Fame. Well, unfortunately, the Missouri women, the queens of overtime, finally lose one during free basketball down in Louisiana State last night. But you know what? Before we get there, I do want to tell you, Missouri fans, that there's an incredible app out there called Get Upside. And with the rising price of gas and just about anything else these days, every little bit counts. So my listeners right now are making up to 25 cents up to $0.25 cents for every single gallon of gas every time they fill up. All you got to do is just download the free GetUpside app in the Apple App Store or Google Play right now. And when you do, hey, use the promo code SCORE and you'll get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your very first fill-up. So that's up to $0.50 cents cash back per gallon on your first fill-up, again, when you use that promo code SCORE. As the ups, as the Get Upside app likes to let you know, there really is no downside to this. Don't you just want some free money back on your gas? And guess what? You can cash out at any time you want to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Again, just download the free Get Upside app and use the promo code SCORE. And by betonline.ag, where you might have noticed over at Locked On Mizzou on Twitter, I put out some picks for the NFL playoff weekend. You know, I think maybe my favorite one is the total, the under 48 and a half, the Las Vegas Raiders at Cincinnati. Just something tells me that at least one of those teams isn't going to score quite as much as the experts think. And it just seems like the conventional wisdom is going to the over, so you know what, let's go against conventional wisdom and take the under 48.5, again, that Las Vegas at Cincinnati game, but I tell you, the Kansas City Chiefs are kind of tempting too. Meanwhile, money line underdogs, San Francisco and Arizona, I like those odds there, but regardless of what you like, you got to head to bet online today, and when you do, use the promo code LOCKED so you can get a 50% welcome bonus on your next deposit. Again, that's promo code LOCKED for a 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit at Bet Online, where the game starts. Well, unfortunately, the Missouri women's basketball team had a makeable shot rim out just at the buzzer of regulation, and they couldn't pull it out in overtime. This time against Louisiana State, but I'll tell you what, another Tough performance against a top 20 quality club. I'm sure the Missouri women were bummed out, a little bit heartbroken after the game in the locker room. But if I were them and I were their coach, if I were Robin Pinchton, I'd be telling those girls, you know what? Let it go because this is an encouraging sign. You guys can play with anybody. They've shown it all season. They really have. So, to me, this is just another positive sign for this team. A, a little bit of a heartbreaking loss, but just keep plowing forward. Now, on the other hand, the Tiger men, well, they've got a lot of work to do, don't they? Buzz Williams, frankly, the Texas A&M coach, I'm starting to wonder if maybe he sort of is who we wish that Conzo Martin were in a way. Solid defensive coach. Seems to 
in year three here, really be getting, be getting that program back on the right track, at least so far. We're still early in the season here. Now, could the Tigers pull this one off? Yeah, I think they could. Probably about a five, six-point spread. I'm guessing we'll see tomorrow over at Bet Online. But the deal is, I just think, no offense to Conzo Martin, who, well, let's be honest, I basically said we should fire him yesterday on the show. So maybe he really doesn't care what I think, let's be honest. But I think Buzz Williams is just a, a better game day floor coach than Conzo and just defense tends to win on the road and against close games. Give me the team that has a good defense. And Missouri's defense this season has been horrendous. Occasionally they play well offensively, but for the most part, the defense has been consistently, consistently bad. Plus, on the other hand, you've got Texas A&M is actually, I think, the 18th best three-point shooting team in the country so far. That doesn't bode well either because Missouri's been terrible at defending the three-point line this year. So, obviously, I'm not feeling real confident about tomorrow's game in Columbia, but, well, you know what? I'm going to make the the pilgrimage to Mizzou Arena anyway. And on a fairly recent episode of Locked on Mizzou, I talked about mental health and expressed a lot of sympathy for athletes and and especially young people who are dealing with a a very challenging time and just a very strange time known as this whole COVID-19 pandemic, the lockdowns, and, and just everything that goes along with it. So you might be wondering why I haven't had extended that same sympathy to somebody who is clearly experiencing some mental health issues, and that person is Antonio Brown. And yeah, this is going to be a little off topic, but I do think this is a very important topic, and I want to address why I think Antonio Brown's a little bit different than, say, Kayla Kessinger, the Missouri softball player, for instance. So let's get there, but first... One more little ad break here, and I want to tell you about Built Bar. And you know what? This is going to be a valuable one for all of you who do have New Year's resolutions because Built Bar is the kind of treat that you can have without feeling guilty. 130 calories in most Built Bars is what it contains. They're also low in sugar, low in net carbs, but also high in protein, as much as 17 grams of protein in most of your built bars. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has twice as much calories, almost 10 times as much sugar and net carbs. It's really just kind of disgusting when you think about it. So do something a little better and enjoy the 100% chocolate built bar. Go to built, built, excuse me, built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Once again, go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. So the other week when Antonio Brown famously took off his jersey and pads and threw threw them into the stands and all that stuff and started doing jumping jacks in the, in the middle of MetLife Stadium, Effectively ending his career, perhaps in the NFL, but certainly with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, you had to think this guy is uh, maybe dealing with some stuff. And certainly his subsequent interviews and behavior, even more importantly for the last couple seasons, would inevitably lead you to that conclusion. So you might wonder, well, why, why did I tweet out when that happened? Well, hey, let us never speak of Antonio Brown ever again. 
when I just had been on this show talking about, hey, we need to talk about mental health, and that's all well and good, and here's, here's maybe some suggestions on, on how we can do that in very simple ways. Well, it's really quite simple because Antonio Brown has put other people in danger during the last couple three seasons here, the last couple three years, I should say. This isn't about what's happened on the football field and his erratic behavior. This is how he behaves off of the field. You see, a lot of you probably don't know this, but at one point, Antonio Brown had a basically a hissy fit at one of many disagreements he's had. See, there's a pattern of behavior with Antonio Brown where he doesn't like to pay the bills. He doesn't like to pay money to people that he owes. So at a certain point, he's got a penthouse apartment or whatever it is he owes some money on, or the, maybe the movers. I don't remember what it is. For whatever reason, he starts throwing his own furniture off the top of a penthouse building. And there's this chair, you know, you're 20 stories up, and this chair basically narrowly misses, you know, hurting, killing, maiming this old man and his grandson that are walking along the sidewalk. And not only that, the guy just walks around and, you know, Again, doesn't pay people for work. I mean, that's bad enough, right? You 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 get catering from an you you get a catering contract from some multi million dollar NFL player like Antonio Brown, and you expect to get paid, right? You wouldn't think, oh, he's a charismatic, good looking guy. By the way, I'm sure he's really nice at first when he calls you up and he's like, hey. Come to my house. I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars or fifty grand, whatever the heck it is. Doesn't matter the amount. I'm sure they agreed to it. And then at the end, he has a pattern of never paying people. Well, that's bad enough. That's essentially stealing a rich person stealing money over and over again from working class people, wasting their time, taking food, money out of their pockets, whatever you want to call it. I'm sorry. That's that's a problem. I draw the line when you start hurting other people. When you're essentially a menace to society, well, guess what? I do draw the line. Now, having said all that, if you've ever seen the crazy, crazy Vontez Perfect hit, the former Cincinnati Bengal, that's as bad of a headshot as I've ever seen. Over the middle of the field on Antonio Brown when he played for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he was basically knocked out cold. I mean, it is a vicious, vicious hit. And having listened to Willie Colon, one of his former teammates, an offensive lineman, and him talking about how much he loved Antonio Brown as a younger player and how they really had a relationship, and now he just doesn't even recognize who that person is. Well, guess what? If something happened to Antonio, and maybe it was that giant hit from Vontez Perfect, and he just hasn't been mentally the same ever since? Well, I can totally believe that. That's not a stretch at all. And even if it's not the hit, maybe just something chemically is going wrong with him, well, it sounds like he needs help, doesn't it? Somebody in his life needs to get him help. There has to be somebody in his life that can reel him in and get him the help that he needs. Otherwise, until he gets help, I don't have any sympathy because right now he just thinks everybody else is wrong and he just thinks he's entitled to put other people in danger and steal their money and waste their time and lives and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot of sympathy for that. I'm sorry, I just don't. 
Now, do I have sympathy for people who are victims of head injuries? Yes. But again, at a certain point, either you or somebody in your life needs to rein you in and get you some help or else you're essentially just a problem for society. That's where I draw the line. I think that's pretty simple. So thanks for indulging me there, and thanks for making Locked on Mizzou your first listen. Every day we are free and available on all platforms. And hey, by the way, make your second listen, Locked on Chiefs, to get you ready for everything Pittsburgh and Kansas City for this wild card Saturday. So until next time, I'm John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou. Locked on Mizzou.